Old Fashioned Football and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks and content available only to our patrons at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Hey, what's up? This is Sam Acho, and you're listening to Old Fashioned Football. Old Fashioned Football. Make this deal right now, you Welcome, welcome to Old Fashioned Football. We're going to be talking about the top 10 quarterbacks in fantasy football auction leagues. That's right, based on values. But before I get started, you're probably wondering who you're listening to. This is J-Mark. You can find me on Twitter at jmarkfootball. And I got to bring in my co-host on the pod and in life. You can call her Merv. You can find her on Twitter at TheMervMark. No, she's uh, she is still my wifey. Don't get concerned. But taken on the identity of her own as that was i think we said in a previous episode created as more of a supporting role at the time a gimmick now the leading <laughs> factor in old-fashioned football find her on twitter at the mermark mer how you doing today i'm doing great justin coming away from well we're we're midway through the week but we're coming away from an amazing weekend that we just had busy yeah speaking of the weekend i have a question yes you're working on a project. Your buddy says, we invite him over to help, and he's like, do you want me to bring anything? No, I've probably got all the tools that we will need. Well, I can bring a hammer. What do you expect him to show up with? A, a normal I, I hammer, I feel right? like, well, no, I time out. I feel like our listeners need a little bit more context. Why don't you tell everybody what the project was? Oh, yeah. Well, we're replacing a window. <laughs> and he so goes, I had concerns <laughs> yeah, with this hammer business anyways. No, but I expect, you know, a heavy, heavy-duty hammer. Like a hammer. A yeah. real hammer. Or maybe like a, a claw hammer that has a, a good flat claw to pry trim or if something like that. If you're bringing a hammer to a window installation A ripper, if you will. Job, or a window removal and installation job like we were doing. You would want a hammer that has, yes, the claw, like... The ripper claw. I did use a hammer to remove some trim Mm -hmm. and that sort. But you maybe if we were pounding in any nails, which we weren't, (laughs) um, you might want it, but also a decent-sized hammer. So, Mr. Nick Fortune, friend of ours, very good friend and listener of the show, shows up with a hammer that... Five inches? You think? A five-inch hammer? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) A very, very tiny hammer. Um, He did use it, though. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, it was was quite funny. Gave us all a good laugh, at least. That's not the only person we uh, saw this weekend. Of course, we saw your parents, my parents. They all came over. Thank you for all your help to them. Mm -hmm. Uh, We got to drink some whiskey with them and Nick. So that was fun. Yes. My mom may have had a little too much fun this weekend. <laughs> Mine too, I believe. Both of yes, yeah. both of our moms. They did none of the work. 
and got to uh, enjoy the reward of whiskey somehow. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. But yes, there might have been a time where they were singing, hi-ho, hi-ho, it's off to work we go. <laughs> after the work was done. Yes, after the work was done. But that's not the only person we hung out with this weekend because we finally met a another SGPN family member. Cody Zeeb. Yes, we got to hang out with him. He was in town, or I guess in Des Moines, or Newton, if I'm being more accurate, mm-hmm. for the uh, the races for the NASCAR Gambling Podcast coverage. And yeah, we met him at the Foundry. Yeah, that was a good time. Really glad to meet Cody in person. It was a yeah, lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And Cody, being the generous guy he is, brought us some whiskey. He did. Which... Brings me to my next point. What are we drinking today? We are drinking Copeland Merchants Key Blended Irish Whiskey. Yes, we are. More to come on that, and we'll even give some reviews from the family members because they got to try it as well. Mm-hmm. We got a little bit of news to talk about. Do you want to kick it off? You want me to kick it off? I think we have different news headlines based on what you said to me earlier. Okay. Well, first off, Squam Barkley signed a one-year contract, $11 million, $2 million guaranteed, I believe. Or maybe, mm-hmm. And then there's some incentives on it. Interesting that the franchise tag, which pays $10.2 million, he's like, nah, I'm not coming to camp, you know, and stuff. But that $11 million contract was enough to get him there. That's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Just wanted that one extra inch. Right? Or million. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody wants one extra inch. That's fine. <laughs> Just today, Cole Kmet signed a four-year $50 million extension with the Bears. Mm-hmm. I already saw Kramer dogging on this move, and I'm sure other people are, but here, listen to this. Okay, Justin. Tied for third in receiving touchdowns among tight ends last year, played a career-high run-blocking snaps, scored a career-high run-blocking grade, four years, $50 million, $20 million is the first year, there's $32 million guaranteed, so... If $20 million is given to him in the first year, that means the next three years, there's only $12 million in guaranteed money there. That's really not a lot in the grand scheme of things. No. Justin Fields loves this guy, so getting him extended and making sure he's there as a weapon for Fields is important when you're building around Fields. And this the contract, if you break it down per year, it's on par with Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith. I would take Cole Kmet I would over them yes. any day. I would too. So I don't get why people are making a big deal of this. I think it's just that love to hate on the Bears type it thing. It kind of seems like it, especially when you break it down so well like you just did for everybody. Well, thank you. Yeah. There is also <laughs> some news around Justin Herbert. Yeah. Do you have that data for us? Yeah. Five years, $132.5 million mm-hmm. extension. Boy, got paid. He um, did. I think they're set up for some success there in Los Angeles. I mean, you got Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. They drafted Quentin Johnson. They have Austin Eckler. I, I, it's a solid team. It is a solid team, and Herbert is the guy that's going to make all that click. So well deserved. I mean, he's done a really good job. Agreed. My news was more just some headlines. <laughs> so some tea you, with you brought, Maybe <laughs> you brought the good like contract information. There was some drama with Tyreek Hill. I don't know if you knew about that, Justin. I did. He did get in some trouble. Um, But it has been resolved. It's not known. Like, his legal issues are resolved. It's not known if there's going to be any. (laughs) We're not on video yet. But if we were, you could see me. Every time Miranda says resolved, I make quotation marks. Because 
Um, I understand this to be that Tyreek Hill paid the guy off. But anyways, go on. Something like that. (laughs) So Tyreek Hill apparently got into some altercation with a maybe a worker at a marina. Yeah, something. And apparently he slapped him assaulted him some something like that happened but the legal issue part of it like like it was dropped like it's been resolved that part but I don't know this might still impact him for the NFL because they are investigating so yes there's some drama there but also this is something I think everybody should be paying attention to especially if you have Tyreek Hill there might be some consequences if the NFL make some sit out or anything like that. Yeah, no, I agree. This is similar to the uh, Alvin Kamara situation where charges have been dropped, but the NFL is going to do their own investigation and decide if they need to be punished. You know what's not punishment? The Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon. Do your part in war. The war against corporate gambling and sign up for the SGP Patreon. Tons of exclusive content, contests, and merch just for our patrons, plus a monthly SGP Stories podcast, an ad-free, uncensored show highlighting the best stories from decades of being DGENs. There's even a Discord channel just for patrons. The Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon is a great way to score exclusive perks and support SGPN. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. And I can tell you that this week's prize is an SGP mini helmet. I want to get my hands on one of those someday. Miranda, did you have any other news? I did have one more thing, and this guy just cannot stay out of headlines. Uh-oh. I don't think I've ever seen as many Jets articles. As, as, as it Rogers? Yeah, <laughs> as we're seeing now. It's like, or maybe, maybe my uncle, not he's not right, but I've talked about him way too much. <laughs> Rogers way too much. I like how you were quick to say your uncle's not right. No, he's not right. Maybe I don't, Brent I, is right. No, he's I'm not, not right. a fan of Rogers, but... I think I do talk about him too much, and maybe my phone is just giving me all the Rogers articles. always listening. But Rogers made headlines during a practice with the Jets where he threw, they're calling it a viral touchdown, (laughs) to Garrett Wilson. No, for fuck's sake. (laughs) So he is developing some chemistry with Garrett Wilson. If that continues, you know, I mean, he has Lazard. He, He not the in headline his... I thought you were going to no. bring. Whoa, really? Yes. There was another one that came out of Jets training camp. <laughs> what was this one? There, we talked about this on the NFL Gambling Podcast. We just did quarterback props. Go check that out, Rod, Ryan, and I. But the headline was that Rodgers is showing great patience. Now, how much of a dick do you have to be for the fact that you're being patient with younger players to be a headline? That's what I want to know. But the headline was that he's been showing great patience with young receivers. <laughs> Give me a break. Just oh don't God. be an asshole. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah, this guy. This guy. This fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Those yeah. are my stories, Justin. All right. Well, we're going to be talking about our top 10 quarterbacks, but a little bit of a twist here. Because mm-hmm. when you think of your top 10 fantasy football quarterback, I think 9 out of 10, maybe even 99 out of 100 people are going to say... Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. But is he still a top quarterback if you have to pay $48 of your $200 budget? Did it go budget? up a dollar? Sorry, $47 okay. <laughs> of your auction budget 
almost a fourth. Is he still the top fantasy football quarterback in auction leagues at that point? And that's what we're going to be discussing. Now, Miranda, before we start, I want to know how you did your list because I think we did our list a I, little different. I couldn't do it the way you're doing it, Justin. I that's just fine. couldn't. I had I went I was a mix. So I went based on stats and maybe a little bit of extreme stats and <laughs> what you're paying per fantasy point in a two hundred dollar budget. And kind of looking at it that way. Drop the nerd sound drop. Nerd <laughs> <laughs> But you know me. It the whatever the data is showing me. Mm-hmm. But also kind of a little bit about how I think they're gonna do with their team. A little bit of that value, the rushing ability, where the points are coming from, the team strength of schedule, maybe the division they're in. There's a lot that went into mine, but I kind of did it a little different. I did not rank the quarterbacks strictly on value. Sure. Value came into play. Okay. But it wasn't strictly on auction value. Okay. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I tried. (laughs) <laughs> you just couldn't I could it. not put Mahomes. I won't spend more than fifteen dollars on a quarterback. So then, what so am I, I just gonna not have any top ten quarterbacks in my top ten list? I was gonna say. So is everybody in your list under fifteen dollars? No. no. <laughs> but if you were making it that. true, like the guys you're going after, they would be. Is that what you're saying? No. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> no, there as well. I always get a top ten quarterback for fifteen bucks. Yeah. We're in leagues. Maybe it's the leagues we're in. Yeah. But our leagues spend, they spend on the running backs and wide receivers. Mm-hmm. And we don't spend $45, $47, 50, we don't spend that kind of money on quarterbacks in our leagues. I have not seen it happen. I was in a mock draft last week and bowed out of Mahomes because I was trying to just do a little uh, test since it was a mock draft of if I draft Travis Kelsey and if I draft Patrick Mahomes, how can I make the rest of my team look? And I mm-hmm. bowed out of Mahomes at 44 because it just felt so wrong. So he did go for. <laughs> he went 45. That's what he went. But you're, that's a mock draft with people you don't know. I think we need to, do you know what I mean? Like we. Yeah, but I mean. We've been drafting in these leagues, in some of our leagues with people for over 10 years. Right. Yeah. So if it's and a it's league like, you know, you know how it flows. Yeah. But we're going Based off of this is all based off of sleepers' projected price. That's mm-hmm. what our prices are off of, and they're altering those based on how they're seeing them go in mock drafts and real drafts. So that is, you know, their mm-hmm. their average auction value, their AAV, if you will. So somewhere people are spending more than forty eight, forty seven dollars for Patrick Mahomes because his value is that high in average auction value. Crazy. It is crazy. Mine and I'm going to tell you why too. Okay. Even if you, not now. Oh, not now. (laughs) But even if you, just with what you're paying, if you're paying $47 for Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen is going for 40, because right now Mahomes is the number one ranked quarterback, Allen is number two. Yep. You're paying 13 cents a fantasy point per what he's projected, which he's projected 371.3 points. That breaks it down per week, like, and that's an average of 21.8 points a week. For all 17 weeks, which Mm -hmm. isn't your fantasy weeks, but I'm saying like on average, you break down that projection for this year, 21.8 points. Josh Allen projected 362.8 points for the season. Break that down is 21.3. It's a half a point difference. You're spending 13 cents a point on Mahomes where Allen could be 11. Like 
half a point. So I not know, much. I know that leagues can be won by half a point. I've been there. <laughs> but half a point, and you're talking about a $7 difference. Josh Allen last year had 762 rushing yards. Mahomes, 358. Josh Allen rushes a lot more. Yeah. I think that there's a lot more value there. Sure. And a lot more potential for additional points. I don't know. Just just breaking it down like that. Yeah. There's no. a that is a big difference. Seven dollars of your budget more when you could get Allen. Right. I yeah. still wouldn't pay either for I just couldn't do that. <laughs> I'm not budgeting that way. But I kind of broke it down like that. Yeah. No, it was hard mm-hmm. trying to figure out where to slot these high valued guys. Mm-hmm. Mine was a little different. I mean, I I did obviously take into their auction dollars how much it's going to cost you versus how much they're projected to get and then i threw in a little bit of my gut feelings of like well i don't think he's going to do as well as they're projecting anyways or i think this guy's going to do better and kind of took it that route so it'll be interesting to see how our how our lists align and don't align but i'm excited to talk about it but before we do Let's talk about when you don't have to spend any of your auction money. In fact, you just draft your best ball team. And where can people draft their best ball team? You can draft your best ball team over on underdogfantasy.com. We are brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. And the NFL season is right around the corner. Underdog Pick'em is a great way to get down on a ton of NFL player props and is available in a ton of markets. Plus, there are plenty of opportunities to win in their daily MLB contests. And of course, make sure to enter Best Ball Mania 4, where the first place gets $1 million. Head on over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit up to $100. Again, that's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. All right, let's get into our top 10 lists. I'm going to let you start it. You can start it off with number 10 because we're going to go 10 to 1, even though I got some pushback on that. That's how we're doing it. That's <laughs> <laughs> how everybody else does it, so I guess we're that's, just going to jump off a bridge too. That's right. So who you got at number 10? Dan Jones. Dan Jones. Wow. <laughs> the insult <laughs> to the dollar Dan. Well, because I told you. I didn't do it just based on value. He right. He's too good of a value not to be in my top 10 list. Sure. Because, yes, he's valued at a dollar. He had 293.9 points last year. But he had the easiest schedule in the NFL, which I think contributed so you think to some of that success. So you think there little regression. Yeah, because he's moving from the easiest. He's moving from the easiest schedule from last year to the second toughest this year. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. And another, so I'm assuming you have him higher up on your list. He is currently ranked 17th among quarterbacks. Projection-wise, you mean? Projection-wise. Yeah, yep. And they have him projected lower points than last year, but he brought in 708 rushing yards last year. Do you know who else is putting up those kind of numbers? Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, they were all in the 700s. Yeah, I'll hit on that a little bit when I get to him on my list. But fifth, he was the fifth top rushing quarterback. Mm-hmm. You don't think of Dan Jones and think of, oh, that's the guy that's going to be the fifth ranked rushing no, quarterback. No, you don't. So that kind of went into it. He had been previously outside of my top 10, but I put him up there just because of the value. At a dollar and you could get a quarterback who's going to bring you around 280 fantasy points. That's crazy value, and that's where I had trouble with this top ten list. Justin. Yeah, <laughs> because right. 
even if and I think outside of the value too, I think he is will be a possibly top ten. I don't think he's gonna finish ninth. I think I've said before he's going to finish outside of the top 10 because of his strength of schedule, because of how hard this is going to be. Unless he's just that amazing and his schedule last year had nothing to do with his success. Yeah, I think you touched on that on an early episode. Is is he going to revert back to Daniel Jones or is this Dan Jones? Is he here? Danny Dimes? Is he here to stay? Yeah, no, that's interesting. I will tell you, just because I'm obviously looking at the, the book lines a lot more, they've moved his rushing total this year to an over-under of 750. So the books think that he may rush more, which is interesting. Which would still, if you're giving him that, like from last year, it would still put him in fifth if the other top four rushing quarterbacks True. Yeah. yeah. do what they did last year. All right, so number 10 for you is Dan Jones. Number 10 for me, smoking Joe Burrow. Ooh. Yeah, I know. It feels low, but at $29, um, he had... See, we are, we're doing this so different. <laughs> That's okay. That's all right. Everybody can decide who they agree with. He's got a plethora of weapons. I mean, he had 259 rushing yards, five rushing touchdowns to go along with his 4,527 yards, 36 touchdowns. Uh, projected to score a little less this year than last year, 334.7, which is 19.68 per game. But um, $29 just seems too much for me for Joe Burrow. I, I, I believe in this Bengals offense. They have an easier schedule this year. I know. I just... So... I just don't the the twenty nine for Joe Burrow. If I'm going to break the bank for a quarterback, it, for me, it's not going to be Joe Burrow. I just can't do it. I'm going to get a guy that rushes more. If I'm breaking the bank for a quarterback, I'm going for somebody that rushes the ball more often. He does not run unless he has to. So there are nine quarterbacks that you would break the bank over him. No, there are nine quarterbacks that either I would break the bank for them or spend less. Most of them, you know, are less. We did but this so different. That's okay. I, I know it seems low, probably criminally low to some, but if it's me, if he was at twenty, $22, I'll put it at $22. If he was at $22, he'd be a lot higher on my list. 29 is too much for what I expect Joe Burrow to give me in return. Well, he's. I wouldn't spend twenty nine dollars on him, but he's higher on my list. That that's fine. He's not on mine. <laughs> who you got next at number nine? At number nine, I have Kirk Cousins, who is valued at ten dollars. Yeah, I would spend ten dollars for Kirk Cousins, based on projections, which he's projected two hundred ninety four point six points. He is currently ranked twelfth among quarterbacks for this season, and. He's behind Dak Prescott and Tua, who also are projected under 300 points. They're in the 296, 299 range. And when you break that down from a budget perspective and the average points per game for the season, you're getting around 17 and a half points a week average for them. But anyway, I like Kirk Cousins' outlook a lot more than Dak Prescott and Tua. For that value, because one, he's got Justin Jefferson. Mm -hmm. The Vikings are coming off of a really big season, a disappointing big season, but a really big season. Look at the division that they're in. The Packers, we have, um, they, I believe they have like the best defense out of the Bears, the Packers, 
and the Lions right now. We our division in general is at the bottom of the list. That's all true. four of these teams. But he's gonna play the Bears, the Viking or not the Vikings. He's gonna play the Bears, the Lions, and the Packers. Six of his games this week, and they're some of the worst defenses in the league right now. This year. <laughs> No, this week. He's <laughs> <laughs> playing them all this week. Yes, this year. They are some of the worst defenses in the league right now. So I like his outlook there when compared to Tua and Dak. For, they're all valued at $10, and you're getting around the same points. I mean, it's they're basically get it projected the same points. Yeah, and, and not only Justin Jefferson, but an excellent weapon in TJ Hawkinson. Mm-hmm. Um, I... I had him on my list as an honorable mention. I really wanted to put him in there. I just couldn't find a way to do it. And it's probably a bias thing in the fact that last year, Kirk Cousins was going for a dollar. This year, $10, it just feels like it's chalky. It's like everybody's like... Look what he did last season. I I know, but I expect a little bit of regression. It seemed like they got very lucky last year. I think they had a lot of luck. I'm curious to see if he can be another top quarterback. I think so. He was ranked seventh. If he has a little regression, he's still a top 10, in my opinion. They have him ranked at 12th and projected there, but mm -mm. that's fair. I think it's not fair. (laughs) I will agree with you. I would take him over Dak Prescott and Tua any day at that $10 range. Neither of them are on my list, but Mm -hmm. yes, this is where I get canceled. I'm sure this is where people cancel me and I'm okay with that. It's a hot take. But I'll I'll stand behind it. Number nine for me, Patrick Mahomes. Oh my god! <laughs> I knew I knew that would get you. It, Are you time out? Are you doing this all based on value just because you wouldn't spend forty seven dollars? So he's projected. It's interesting. He's projected fifty points less this year than last year. Um. So is Josh Allen. Yeah. No, and I'm sure he's going to exceed projections again. I get that. It is interesting to me that he's only projected 32 points above a guy like Justin Fields, whereas a lot of the media like to crap on Justin Fields' uh, abilities, where and they love Patrick Mahomes. It's just the price point, $47, a quarter of my budget. To me, he's not worth spending that. So he ends up at number nine on my list because he's just... If I'm going through my old quarterbacks I want to get, there are eight other quarterbacks I will take before I'm willing to spend $47 on Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, so that's before you're willing to spend that on him. I'm not going to argue that Justin Fields is in a better value because you're looking at an average of Justin Fields getting 19.9 points a week where Mahomes is getting 21.8. It's a difference of two points points, a week. Right. I would rather spend... The $28, you know, not quite half, or or I mean a little more than half, sorry, for a guy like Fields and I would Mahomes here because it's only two points a week. That two points a week adds up, and that's an average. Sometimes it's going to be a difference of like five. Do you know I, what I mean? Yeah, no, I guess. Um, I did have Mahomes at eight, by the way. I dropped him to nine because you convinced me. To, to flip him with another player. So <laughs> you've, you've already convinced me. We're only two picks in, and you've already convinced me to flip one of them, so I did that. But part of this is... What did gu- I convince you to flip? Well, I guess we'll have to wait for number eight. Okay. Um, Part of this also is a gut feeling for me. Mm-hmm. 
It's interesting that if you look at the books like top or the leader in passing yards and passing touchdowns, Patrick Mahomes is the favorite, but he's getting a lot of plus money. He's somebody you would think would be around plus 100, you know, one to one odds. Then he's three to one odds. To me, there's something fishy going on there that stinks. It stinks if you if you break it down between the betting angle. I'm not looking at Vegas, Justin. I know you're not. <laughs> but every now and then, Vegas does take everybody for their money and <laughs> knows what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, no, I, that's why I said I'll get canceled for it, but I'm going to stick behind it. Patrick Mahomes, number nine for me. If I'm in an auction, he's my ninth quarterback I'm going after based on price and output. Who got at eight? I'm just... Justin, Patrick Mahomes had 52... Over 5,200 passing yards last year and 41 passing touchdowns. He had 358 rushing yards and four rushing touchdowns. I, Fields I, is not – I know you're compa- – you, I'm just bringing up Fields because you're comparing the right. two. Fields is not putting up those numbers. I get that, but I also – if I spend $47, what's that leave me for the rest of my team? Do, do those, does that – more in quarterback points matter if it's a couple if it's if it's two points a week and you lose by two points every week i usually lose by more than that <laughs> <laughs> no this will be interesting i i know you're a little hung up on the fact that we approach these lists differently i think it's good though because the mm-hmm. listeners get two different viewpoints of how yeah. they can approach their draft okay well that's just crazy i'm Patrick mahomes going at nine i don't have him at number one on my list but my god okay <laughs> At eight, we talked about him earlier. I have Justin Herbert. Okay. He is valued at $22, um, projected 317.3 points, which is higher than last year. I have him at eight because he had to be – this is – I don't really have the justification here. Not a rushing quarterback, but he has a solid team. Yeah. He performs very well. I can't not have him in my top 10. And that's where he fell based on my reasoning for why I valued other quarterbacks higher. Like we already said, he has Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. They have Austin Eckler. Like that team is so solid. And he is a, he's a reliable fantasy football quarterback. You can't go wrong with him. I have him at number eight. It's interesting. Um, This might be the only player that we're really close on. I have him at seven. So I'm just going to jump to my seven real quick because we are so close there. Completely agree with what you said. Last year felt like a little bit of a down year, and he still finished 11th, right? Uh, It was a little bit of a disappointing year for him. I think he's in the top 10 this year in quarterbacks. How far into the top 10, that's trickier to peg. I will say if he was under $20 right now, if it was in the 18, 19 range, he would probably be in the top three of my list. Because he went over that $20 range, I did put him at seven. But, um, yeah, no, I agree. I, th- I think he's loaded with talent around him and is going to have a, a great year. Mm-hmm. So uh, I-, I like your ranking there. I have him one above yours. At number eight, I have... Which you had at number nine. Which I had at number nine, but somebody told me he's scoring half point less only Josh Allen? per game. I have Josh Allen at $40. Oh, There's yeah. nothing wrong with, okay. not, with Josh mm-hmm. Allen. I'm not projecting him to have a bad season Mm -hmm. you know second ranked quarterback last year of course there's a good chance he could be first ranked this year it's just that price tag of forty dollars that just has me hesitant to say oh he's a a top target on my list he's a top guy i'd go after 
Um, but I did I did jump him above Patrick Mahomes because you told me seven dollars is a lot of money for only a half a point. It really is per week. It so really is. and I agree with you. So yeah, I got him at number eight and again seven at Justin Herbert. Who'd you have at seven? Trevor Lawrence. Okay. Mm-hmm. I I like. Trevor Lawrence, uh, he is it his long flowing hair? Is that what you like about him? Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> oh wait, no, that's makeup. <laughs> I think that was uh, a girl can fail. We, can we <laughs> We're gonna take your girl card. No, you know, they talk about we... taking the man card. You just lost your girl card. Maybe it's We're Maybelline. Keep, we not cutting this. No, we have to cut that. I was thinking of Tresemme. You know, the Tresemme like commercials no i have no idea what tresme <laughs> is to be honest but i'll take your word for it all right let me recover from this <laughs> who okay trevor lawrence yes sunshine sunshine yes. he's not putting up those 700 plus rushing yards but he is around the 300 rushing yards i i like my rushing quarterbacks they just have yeah. so much more potential for big for boom yeah versus bust like big the booms. big high ceiling right um even a high floor. That's one of the, the nice things about a rushing quarterback. Yes. Their floor is high as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I like his potential there. He's currently, um, I guess I have him higher than what he's ranked on projections. He's projected 308.8 points. He's currently ranked as the ninth quarterback um, for fantasy football. And when I look at, you know, looking at him, like they have Deshaun Watson ranked above him. Deshaun Watson is actually valued less than him, but they have him ranked higher, which is interesting. But I think that might be because, again, the ceiling and the floor. Yeah. For Lawrence. Well, for the value of Lawrence. I, I don't know there. That's interesting. It He's, is, for sure. Um, But they're projected to basically get about the same average points a week with Deshaun Watson at 18.2 and Lawrence at 18.1. What's your dollar? Um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. What's your dollar per fantasy point on Lawrence? Do you have that? Five cents. Five cents per fantasy point. Uh huh. And like, and just for comparison, because I have him at number seven. If Mahomes ranked number one, it's thirteen, almost double. Thirteen cents per. Mm-hmm. Well, when that makes sense, because you're paying. Yeah. Oh, almost triple. Sorry, mm-hmm. it is double. Yeah. Math. Math. Math is hard. <laughs> Here I'm doing all this math for you, but right. math. Okay. <laughs> um yeah, like you're you are spending a third less or two thirds less for Lawrence. I will say I, I like that approach you took for sure of the breaking down fantasy or I guess dollar or cents even mm-hmm. per fantasy point. It's really interesting when you look at it that way. Mm-hmm. And I think that might be helpful, like just putting it out there for people. When looking at, are you going to draft another running back or wide receiver on your bench or uh, with who's out there? Looking at what you're paying for fantasy point mm-hmm. and just kind of breaking it down that way. Does Shit, that make I might sense? have to rank everybody like that. Make a whole list mm-hmm. so that I know how I, how we want them. That's because interesting. It's just, just for some perspective here, Justin Fields um, is ranked... I'm just going off of rankings, not ours. Fifth among quarterbacks, Joe Burrow, sixth. You're paying a penny less per point for Justin Fields than Joe Burrow based on value or based on how they're valued. Penny stocks, man. We're getting into penny penny stocks. stocks. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, 
Um, back to Trevor Lawrence. I really like the division they're in right now because the Jags are the best team in that division. They're sitting high with the Colts, the Titans, and the Texans. They got to play them. I, I look at that. They have to play. Six games of their season are against those teams, and they're right. probably going to destroy them. Yeah. <laughs> that reminds me of some other news we didn't touch on. Hmm. Sorry. I don't know why this reminded me of it, but medically cleared, starting training camp will Brock be out Purdy. there. Brock Hard Purdy. Yes. I'm happy for 49ers fans. You. Yeah. I was like, I just had to be positive, <laughs> and it'll happen. <laughs> yeah, no, that is exciting. Um, I already gave my seven. Which was um, Justin Herbert. Sorry, brain fart. Which was Justin Herbert. So why don't you go ahead and pop to your six? Lamar Jackson. Yuck. I know. And I I want you to know real Mm -hmm. quick before you start, your quarterback that you draft has to be on the field in order to score you fantasy football points. I'll have you know. (laughs) Breezing right by that. (laughs) He's still put up. About 250 fantasy points last season. Okay. Yep. All right. I have him here because injury history aside, he is projected 346.7 points. That's an average. If if he is healthy and he plays that and he puts those points out, that's an average of almost 20 and a half points a week. Mm-hmm. And he's valued at $31. So that's. I mean, Jalen Hurts is projected 353 and he's, I guess he's $34, which I still think is good value. But this is not even 20 points less than Josh Allen, who is $10 more. Yeah, um, Lamar Jackson's not on my list because I think he'll get injured. I think he started this injury pattern, this injury history, mm-hmm. and I think it's going to happen again. I know he got paid now, which also... I don't want to discredit. I know everybody's out there playing hard. I get it. But you're paid now, so if your knee's mm-hmm. feeling a little bit sore, maybe you can't make it back out onto the field okay, but because you're already to paid. This. He had the second most rushing yards of all quarterbacks last season. Right. I get and that. And he didn't play a full season. Right. And that's why he didn't play a full season, because he runs the ball too much <laughs> and gets injured. <laughs> that's okay. It's your list. I just disagree and with it. <laughs> I, I'm not high on the... Ravens wide receivers, but they have Mark Andrews. Yeah, who is a stud. I I just I I don't have him as high as he's projected, or high as he's ranked. Mm-hmm. But he is up there because of that rushing ability, that floor for him. He puts up the points when he's healthy. All right, all right, that's fine. Your list, you make it how you want it. I made it how I wanted it, Justin. Now butt out. <laughs> I will prepare for you to laugh at me on my number six, mm-hmm. but I want you to think of this. You're spending 2.8 cents per fantasy point, if I did this correctly in my head just real quick. 2.8 cents. I know he had a bad year last year, but he's only a dollar, and I think they're going to be better this year. The question is going to be, was this because of Nathaniel Hackett? Sean Payton was a really good coach. Was he a really good coach because of Drew Brees? There's all these questions that are going to be on the table for Russell Wilson. But a dollar. I think their offense is going to ascend from last year. I know people think Russ is cooked, but you have to remember this is a guy who predominantly was in the top 10 of fantasy football quarterbacks. 
He's going to get better this year, I believe. Not worse like the projections are saying. And he's only a dollar. So I have no You're not even paying a penny per point. A penny. Oh, well, there you go. I did it wrong. You did it wrong. So it's point zero. It's point two. It's basically a third of a penny. A third of a penny. Okay. Point zero zero two eight. That's what. Okay. Point zero zero two eight. Is that right? Yeah. For his points. Yeah. You take his points divided so, by his value. So yeah. So point two eight cents mm-hmm. basically. It, to me, just the value and the potential there. I mean. This is a guy that three years ago, if you could get him for a dollar, you would have won your draft probably. He's not on my list. I don't have faith in him. I know you don't. I know. It that's why I figured you'd laugh. Year. I figured that's why you'd laugh at me. But I think that was more of you Nathaniel have, Hackett. You have Russ Wilson on your list, but you don't have Lamar Jackson. Correct. I have disbelief in Lamar Jackson this year, and I'm sticking by that. I told you part of my list is gut. Russ Wilson finished 16th last year. He did in Nathaniel Hackett's offense. I think Sean Payton's going to be put him in a in much Sean better... Payton's offense. You know that the rankings take in that stuff into consideration, and he's still only ranked fifteenth. They this can year. undersell him all they want. That just means I'll be able to get him for a dollar. I don't. That's fine. That's <laughs> fine. You'll get him for a dollar, and you'll come to me when I have Lamar Jackson wanting to do a trade. <laughs> I guess we'll see. All right. Who you got at number five? Joe Burrow. Okay. Smoking Joe. Mm-hmm. My number 10. Yep, you're number 10. Just Wait, real quick, we, we kind of talked about this a couple nights ago when we were talking about making our list and stuff. We're going to take these and break it down dollar per what they actually get fantasy-wise and see who's closest, right, for the bang for their buck. Yeah, and right now this is their average draft price. Right. I once we do our drafts in August and stuff, I want to take that draft price. We can't do that because yeah. our draft is going to be different. There's an average no, 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 auction no. value I mean for a reason. Average in August. Oh, okay. Sleepers right average. Now. Yes. Got it. Okay. Give it a little That's more time. Fine. There's not enough data out there right now to have the averages I want. Okay. <laughs> All right. Is we'll that, that good with you? We'll average between this and we're what gonna they are see then. how our yeah. list yeah. shore up at the end of the season. Yeah, yeah, we gotta we gotta hold ourselves accountable for the listeners. Mm-hmm. But anyway, and just because we're both Joe Burrow is a stud. He finished fourth among quarterbacks last season with 369 points. He's projected less points this year, and he has an easier schedule. So I disagree. I think he's gonna be in the 370 range for points. So he's projected at 335. I think he's gonna have. 35 more points on that, which would put him above Justin Fields in projected points. Yeah. He is not a, I mean, he has some rushing yards. I don't, he's a, he has a floor, but he is not the rushing, he's not a top five rushing right. quarterback. Yeah. He's not the big boom. He doesn't run unless rusher. he has to. Yes, but he will do it. Right. He'll get the job done. And he's Joe Burrow and he has an easier schedule. <laughs> and. <laughs> He is valued at $29. And again, I I just kind of took the yes, if if that if quarterbacks are going for that then yes, he's worth it. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I won't I don't want to spend that on my quarterback. But that's where I have him. I have him at 5. My number 5 is projected to score more points than Joe Burrow. And I'm ready for people to at me for saying $29 is too high for Joe Burrow. 
but $28 is okay for Justin Fields. Do I want it to be lower? Yeah, of course. He's But he's projected more than Burrow and Herbert. He's your number five. He's my number five <sighs> at $28. Now, the fact that he's projected higher than Burrow and Herbert is either an indication of the books thinking he's taken a major step forward in the passing game or that his rushing game won't take a step back. I think it's going to be a balance of both. I think he runs less, passes more. The addition of DJ Moore, the offensive line work they've done, I just think he's going to have a a hell of a year. I don't like paying $28, but he's an electric athlete, and I I had to put him in my top five, so he lands at number five. I'm guessing, since I have not heard him on your list, you might have him higher. Or he might not even be on my he, list. He might not Do be. Do you think he's but not I, on my I list? I think he's on your list. Who you got at number four? Justin Fields. No. Oh. <laughs> I have, and I flipped this too, <laughs> Mahomes. Okay. I did have Allen, but that half a point isn't much. Right. Okay. And there's a lot more value in drafting Josh Allen at 40 than there is Patrick Mahomes at 47. So you're on number four, right? Mm-hmm. So Allen's going to be your third. Got it. <laughs> way to bury the and lead it's, there <laughs> it's Mahomes. you can't go wrong drafting him and the only reason he's down lower is because he's at such a high dollar when the difference between him and josh allen and even jalen hurts is only a the difference between Mahomes and jalen hurts is only one point a week the difference in dollars is 13 Gotcha. No, is that right? Yeah, thirteen dollars between those two. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, I have I have Mahomes there. He's a stud, but you I always viewed Mahomes as a rushing quarterback. He's not in the top five for rushing. Right. Does, does that surprise you? It doesn't. He's sixth. Yeah. He's another guy that he does not rush unless he has to. But he, he does can. get those rushes, he though. He can rush. I've seen him. Yeah, when he takes off, he can. Mm-hmm. But normally, he's trying to make some wacky throw instead. And I say wacky not as in a bad way. He makes crazy-ass mm-hmm. throws that get completed. And I do, like, I'm not, I have him at fourth. Yeah. But I think he's going to finish above fourth for the season. I'm just not going to pay for it. Right. And that's why he's at four for me. Um, I'm over here. You can see me. They cannot laughing because of your fourth and my fourth. It's just really funny. It's hey. not something you would expect. All right. What's like, your fourth? So fourth on Miranda's list is Patrick Mahomes. Fourth on my list, Dan Jones. <laughs> <laughs> a third of a cent per point. Now, I apologize, Kramer. This is probably the only top 10 list that Dan Jones makes, but... I He was number 10 on mine. Yeah, that's true. That's true. For value. For value, And right. the fact that he can put up over 700 rushing yards. Yeah, he's a dollar, so here's what I have written down for him. You can't, you can't uh, argue the fact that the Giants wide receiver room was a complete mess... Last year, they had injuries left and right. Now, they've added some pieces in the receiving game, including drafting Jalen Hyatt, including trading for Darren Waller. And so I think, if anything, his passing numbers are going to go up. He was ninth ranked last year with 3,205 passing yards, 15 passing touchdowns. But it's that sneaky athleticism we talked about. You don't think of him. We know he runs, but you don't think of him as a top-running quarterback. 
But like we said, the fifth behind only Justin Fields, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, and Jalen Hurts was Dan Jones. He's only a dollar to me. He is, has the second hardest schedule I get that. in the league. And they take into consideration I think, his rushing ability I think, when they do that. I think Dan Jones is going to be no uh, undoubtedly a top 10 quarterback this year. He was ninth last year. He's going to be in the top 10 this year. I think he's going to be better than last year. I would put him at seven. You think he's going to be better with a 30 times harder schedule? I do. I think they made enough improvements on the team that the schedule strength isn't going to affect them as far as points per game, fantasy points per game goes. I don't think it's going to make that big of a difference. And he's a dollar. At a dollar, he's number four on my quarterbacks just because of the bang for your buck. In an auction format, Dan Jones lands at number four. I'm going to tell you this. You think he's going to get... Do you think he's going to pull in more points than 278? Yes. Okay. But at at his current projection of 278.5, and we'll see where he ends, I want you to know last year, easy schedule. He had a good season. He only brought in 293.9 fantasy points, which is only like 12, 13, somebody else do the math, 15 points more (laughs) than (laughs) 15 points more (laughs) than what he's projected this year. 12, 13, 15. When we break that down points per week, he's bringing in right now, if he gets what he's projected, 16.38 a game. Yeah. Oh, you were looking at my spreadsheet. No, I have it right here on my screen. You pulled up my spreadsheet. I don't have your spreadsheet up. I'm looking at my screen where I have it written okay. down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 16. He's going to bring in an average of 16.3 points a game. 3.8. So almost 16.4, but that's fine. 16.3 <laughs> points a week where you could have 21.8 with Mahomes. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's a huge difference. We're talking... And spend 46 more dollars. Well, that's six points a week. 46 more dollars. I think I can get a running back or wide receiver or tight end that's better with Okay, but you're not going to win. I don't think you're going to win your league on Dan Jones. I disagree. I think you could win your league with I Dan think Jones. you need to have a quarterback that puts around 20 points. Oh, uh, who puts up 20 points a week around there? I get what you're saying, but I just think if I only spend a dollar on him, the the you're going to put that money somewhere and, else to yeah. try to make up the point difference. So if you're you going to have to. If you think about uh, now, I have forty six more dollars. But listen, hang on. no, 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 now no, wait. I have forty six more dollars mm-hmm. to spend on a flex. If you think about a forty six dollar flex versus a one dollar flex, you're probably looking at a lot of points. I'm just going to tell you. I've rendered you speech no. speechless for wide receivers. The pool of wide receivers for talent is vast. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's deep. Right. A lot of people can have wide receivers in their lineups that will put up the points per week. The same points as like Dan Jones. 46 bucks is a top 15 running back. And how many points are they putting up a week? Uh, a top 15, anywhere from 10 to 15 points. Exactly. Not 20. We just, the, well, I would have also my 16 in this scenario. We're not comparing no, theirs, have to them buy, to Patrick You'd Mahomes. have to take the money and put it into a player that's going to put up 21 points a week on average. No, I'm putting it into two players in Dan Jones plus the RB2, basically. 
So it would be both of theirs combined for I what Patrick Mahomes costs. Dan Jones is a dollar. Right. He's a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to... I don't think he's worth being fourth ranked. I'll let Kramer know you fought this, that Dan Jones he's should not be... He's in my top <laughs> 10, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's not continue to argue about this. Yeah, who's your number three? Mahomes, which I already told you. Okay. I already said... No, Allen. I said I right. flipped them. Mahomes yeah. was four. I flipped them because of that half point difference only in the value there. So we already know. All right. Allen was my third. Who was your third? Number three, I just talked about him having more rushing yards than Dan Jones, which only by 50, but he did have six more rushing touchdowns, mm-hmm. 500 more passing touchdowns, or <laughs> more passing touchdowns, 500 more passing yards, seven more passing touchdowns. I think the Eagles keep their foot on the gas. I don't like the $34 price range, but if there's two quarterbacks, I'm going to go into a bidding war for above that like $20, $25 range. It's Hurts and Fields. So Jalen Hurts at number three. All right. My number two. Are You're you number ready? Number two. I am ready. Fields. Woo. I like it. Justin Fields. And this, this is where I could do the value. He's the number one rushing quarterback in the league. I'm not talking about a 50-yard difference in rushing. We're talking about nearly 400 rushing yards more than the next person who would be Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Okay? Yep. 1,143 rushing yards. When you break down his projected points of 339.7, that's an average of about 20 points a week, which is solid, and that's what you want. And you can get about that 20 points a week spending $28 versus 47 for Mahomes. Yeah. No, I agree. And I think Fields is going to do better. He, they do have him projected higher than last year, but we improved our O-line. Right. He, I don't even think we've seen the amount of talent this guy has on yeah. the field. Agreed. I just – I think that if you could have gotten him last year like you did at a dollar – if you're in a dynasty and you got him for that or you're in a, f- a keeper league, the value you got out of him is going to be crazy because he is going to get up there. He's going to be up there with Mahomes, in my opinion. Do you know what I mean? At the end of the season, we're going to see crazy points out of him. What did he finish last year? He finished fifth or f- sixth last year. He's projected to finish fifth this year. Sixth last year. His leading receiver was Cole Kmet with 544 yards. Mm-hmm. Now you add a true number one in DJ Moore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. He's going to have an electric year. He could be your top quarterback this year. A top, like, mm-hmm. number one in fantasy football points. I don't know if I'm going to go that far yet, but I don't think we've seen the peak of his career yet. It's coming. Yep, agreed. So for that value, that's why he's my number two. Makes sense. Um what you just said, the quote you just said, I don't think we've seen the peak of his career. I feel the exact same way for this guy. He took a st- big step forward last year, and now he's in his third year, but his second year under coach Doug Peterson, who's known for having great production out of his quarterbacks in the second year. I mean, look what he did with Carson Wentz. Nobody's been able to do that since. Trevor Lawrence, uh, just the second half of last year, he really flipped a switch, and just to kind of show – He had eight interceptions all year. Six of them were in the first half of the year. He cleaned up his game. He got better. Finished with 4,113 passing yards, 25 passing touchdowns. 
He also added 291 rushing yards, which isn't a lot. He ran very well in college. We've not seen that at the NFL level yet, but I think you're going to see more of that. And then you give him Calvin Ridley, who, at least we forget, is a top wide receiver or was last time he played. His price is only $16 for the potential of being a top five, maybe even top three quarterback. I think it makes it worth it when you you break it down that way. I think he will exceed his 308 projected points, and he's at $16. I like sticking under that $20 range for Trevor Lawrence. I think he's definitely a good value quarterback. I don't think he's going to get as high up there as you're saying in points for fantasy this year. We'll see. Bet. Bet. (laughs) Bet. Let's bet it. (laughs) Number one, I think I know because I know what name you have not said, but give it to me. Who do you think? Um, somebody that I had at number three. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Yeah. For th- for $13 less than Mahomes, you can get a quarterback at $34. I would want to get him even lower, obviously. Um, <laughs> I would like to get all these guys lower. But the point difference a week is one point between Mahomes and Hurts, and that's $13 of your budget. You're basically spending... Ten a dime a point a dime a fantasy point there, yeah. And it's Jalen Hurts. He was the fourth ranked rushing quarterback last year, but we're only talking by just a couple yards. We're talking four points behind Lamar, four yards behind Lamar Jackson, two yards behind Josh Allen. That's basically nothing. He's right up there with them. They all pretty much could have been tied, <laughs> in <Yeah>. my opinion. <laughs> so. I just think he he's a really good value quarterback at that thirty four dollars to get the third ranked quarterback in the league. Yeah, I I mean it's hard to argue with you there. I got him three on my list. Mm-hmm. Can you guess my number one? I'm betting you cannot. All right, so you got Jalen Hurts at number one. Number one at seven tenths per fantasy point projected right now. Seven tenths Gino of a penny. Smith. Yeah, he was six. Six-tenths of a penny last year. They haven't projected less points this year, which I do not get. He finished fifth last year, and they've added weapons around him. They've paid him. He's motivated. I don't understand the their regression. This guy threw for 4,282 yards, 30 touchdowns. He ran for 366 yards. They That's have a Mahomes. really tough schedule this year. That's Mahomes' rushing um, ability there at 366. Gets his second chance in Seattle and on fantasy rosters. They've got DK Metcalf. They've got Tyler Lockett. They added Jackson Smith and Jigba, the speeder from Ohio State. I don't see him taking a step back with the added weapons. They beefed up the O-line a little bit. They added a running back that is known for being a good blocker. You know me. I am a cheap ass. I love a good bargain. So give me Geno Smith for only $2. And I still think he finishes in the top five of quarterbacks, just like he did last year. So yeah, Geno Smith, my number one, not on your list. Not on my list. Um, we'll see how that. Shakes I'm not out. saying he's not worth a flyer, but he's not going to be my. He's not in my top ten for quarterbacks, Justin. All right. Uh, can you go through your list ten to one real quick once more? Dan Jones, Kirk Cousins, Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. 
Justin Fields, and coming in at number one, Jalen Hurts. Make sure you tweet us to let you know who, let us know whose list you think is best. I got Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. Oh, I switched those. Sorry. Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. You convinced me with that half a point. Justin Herbert, Russ Wilson, Justin Fields, Dan Jones, Jalen Hurts, Trevor Lawrence, and Gino Bambino Smith. Very different lists. I like it. It's a little crazy. It is a little crazy. You want to do a little whiskey or a little mailroom? Let's do the whiskey. Come on. We finish out with the mailroom, Justin. Oh, actually, real quick, I do want to say, might as well get a mailroom question out of the way now, though. Auction Andrew asks, is Geno Smith being undervalued? He's on number one of my list, so fuck yeah, he's being undervalued. (laughs) Jesus, he didn't even make your list. He's $2, top five last year. You got nothing. Hmm. I think he is. Mm. <laughs> Top five last year. They added weapons. Maybe he's 11 on my list. <laughs> <laughs> so, because what do they have him ranked at right now? They have him ranked at 16, which I think is a little low for him. But I'm not picking him up in my top 10. All right. So you're undervaluing him. I am not. There you go. <laughs> Let's talk about this whiskey. Before we get on to the mailroom questions, the other ones, would you like to do the honors? You want me to while you taste it? Why don't you do the honors this week, Justin? All right. Well, as we said, we're drinking Copeland Merchants Key. Now, first, I want to talk a little bit about the distillery, which was started in 2016 from raising money from crowdfunding. Over 390 people donated to be a quote-unquote founder, taking a chance on a new gin fusion product based solely on brand values and the story that's right, they're mainly known for their gin fusions, which I'll explain that in a second here. Their whiskey's rather new. They first opened their doors in 2019 in Donaghy, Ireland, at a spot that used to be home to Ard's Bottling Company, but had been unoccupied for 20 years, and they bought it under a 125-year lease, which they're proud of its representation to their commitment to the community of Donaghy, now, like I said, they're known for their gins and rum. Now they have a new range of malt and pot still whiskey, too. Not all of which are available. Some of them are coming out in 2024. They have three copper stills, two whiskey, one gin. And their names are Betty, Hesse, and Pam. And for their gin fusions, they take pride in using wild botanicals and local fruits. Looking out from the harbor of Donaghy are the Copeland Islands, which gives inspiration to their name and their coastal spirit. The Copeland Islands were used by Vikings as a trading post and used through the ages as smuggling as a smuggling point for bringing rum and whiskey into the county from Scotland, which I thought was really cool. And everything they do is based on their four core values, which are this taste, innovation, heritage and community. We're going to talk about their whiskey, but real quick, I had to point out their two gins that they have. They have a raspberry and mint gin. Ooh. Yeah, raspberry and mint. And then they have a rhubarb gin, which is rhubarb and blackberries. Rhubarb. I have to just say for our listeners, gin is second to whiskey. For you. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Maybe for me too. I don't know. I'm not a rum or vodka guy really, so. Uh, rum third. Rum third. I like pina coladas. Why is the rum gone? <laughs> I like pina coladas too. With the floaters. Whoa. <laughs> With floaters in it. <laughs> With a floater of dark rum. Yes. That is a must in your pina colada. If you've never tried it, if you've never asked for it that way, order your next pina colada with a floater of Myers Dark. Yeah. 
or if you're in Ireland and you can access their dark or their dark rum that they have at Copeland, have that. Now this Irish whiskey is different because from the ones we've tried on the show. The other ones we've tried are pot still. This is not. This is a, a blend that includes distilled malt. So they have a grain whiskey, a double distilled malt, and a triple distilled malt. And working in collaboration with Brian Watts, who's the master distiller at the Great Northern Distillery in Dundalk, they created a unique blended Irish whiskey. What I think is really cool is each whiskey is finished in different types of barrels. So the grain whiskey is matured 12 months in a virgin American oak barrel, then transferred to a rechar bourbon cask for another 24 months. The double distilled malt has been matured in American first fill bourbon cask, and the triple distilled malt matures in an Oloroso sherry butt. Have you built your taste profile yet over there? Have you tasted it? I will tell you. Well, go ahead. I am not the professional that you are at tasting, but there is a fruit. Like when you smell it, there is a fruit that I can't pinpoint. It's apples for me. Apple. I See, I thought it was like pear or peach. Really? Try my snifter glass. I got it in a different glass than you. No. No? No. You get a pear know. or peach, huh? Pear, peach, apple. <laughs> it's a lighter fruit. Like, it, it, not a lighter fruit, but it's like a, you, you know, it's a on a dark peach. fruit. Pear, peach, and apple. <laughs> yeah, pear, peach. <laughs> the fruit of the fruit is light colored. <laughs> the fruit of the fruit is light colored. I will tell you, so my parents are big Irish whiskey people, especially my mother. She really enjoyed this. Your mom, not usually, she's more of a bourbon person, but she really enjoyed this as well this weekend. I get pear. It's not peach. Pear? It's pear. It's not, there's no tart. It's not peach, you're right. There, there's not a tartness from any apple I still get there. baked apples. Baked, baked apples. Baked apples? Yeah. Like a sweet apple, which could be yeah. kind of peary. True, yeah. Um, it's very smooth, as most Irish whiskeys oh, are. You but can this tell is... by trying, it's an Irish whiskey. It is extremely, like, extremely smooth and easy to drink. There's no bite. Right. I don't want to, um, I don't want to cause an uprising with you, but I would pick this to drink over Jameson. I really like sipping on this. This is... For a sipper, I don't sip on Jameson. I guess. I mix it. I guess, that's true. But for a sipper, any day I would take this because mm-hmm. it, it just has more of a complex flavor. There is that fruit, a little bit of grain, I feel like, from yeah, the Yeah, there's whiskey. a grain there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some, the sweetness... A wheat. It's like yeah, a wheat grain. Yeah, wheat, yep. And then a little bit of a sweetness on the finish for me, which it might be coming from the Oloroso Sherry Butts. I was going to say, I, I get a little butt in there. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> a sherry butt, to be specific. Um, no, I really like this one. Mm-hmm. Copeland Merchant's Key Blended Irish Whiskey. They also have a rum-finished one, which I feel like you would like because you've had some rum-finished whiskeys before and enjoyed them. My dad yes. would definitely like it, too. Yes. Tully's rum cask finish is right. good. Yeah. So, no, this is very good. You can buy it in the States here. You can buy this because that's Cody distributes it. So you can get it in the States here. Otherwise, take a trip to Donadee, Ireland. And uh, I looked at their that's, website. That's right. It's Spend beautiful. Spend a couple grand to go over there and try their whiskey. That's right. Yeah, that's right. There's plenty <laughs> so other you can do. We need to return to Ireland. Someday. We do. So Copeland, if you would like to host us at the distillery um let us know because we'd be happy to come out mm-hmm. there <laughs> i would be yeah yeah for sure by host they're paying right we're doing the the kentucky tennessee like bourbon <laughs> trail this next year the following year we're going overseas the to ireland. irish trail <laughs> irish whiskey trail i love it yes 
All right, let's answer two quick mailroom questions before we close it out. Okay. These are both, we, we already answered auction Andrews about Geno Smith. Obviously, you're undervaluing him. I am not. But Mr. Fortune says, what quarterback will have a bounce back year? Who do you think? The first thing that comes to mind is Stafford, which we didn't even talk about because he right. was injured for a lot of last year. But I think he comes back healthy. And I, I mean... He's got to bounce back from last year. <laughs> but he's the first quarterback that popped into my mind there is Stafford. I like it. Has one of the best receivers in the game that I feel like people forgot because of injury last year too, Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I like that. And Nick Fortune, Cooper Cup is Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup is Cooper Cup. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with mine, Russ Wilson, mm-hmm. that I'm projecting is going to do much better in Sean Payton's offense. But I think we've seen his prime. If you're like that and can't get behind it, I don't know if you call this a bounce back year or a a get right year, but Kenny Pickett, I have some thoughts thinking he's going to, I'm not a Kenny Pickett fan. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong, but there's a lot of talk about his chemistry with the receivers. He came to camp 10 pounds heavier in muscle. Um, They say his arm is stronger. If all that is not smoke and mirrors, I think he could have a good year. They have a talented team. I'm going to, I'm going to throw this one out there too. Don't do it. I'm Your gonna. smirk says it's not good. <laughs> I know. I'm going to throw it out there because of all the hype. This is an overhyped potential bounce back. And I'm going to just throw Rodgers out there. Oh, no. Because it's a brand new team. They're stacking weapons around him. He's building chemistry. There's a lot of stuff coming out of that Jets offense. And I just I don't think we'd see it be a stable thing like ongoing, uh-huh. but I think there could be one good year out of the Jets with this. I'm accepting applications for a new co-host at this point um, for throwing out an idea like that. Just kidding. <laughs> it's your opinion and you're entitled to it. Do you think it's he's going to flop with him? I think I think he started his decline. Is he in a belly flop? I think he started his decline. He's in it. If he does well, it's only if he stays a second year in New York because we know how slow he is to start with young receivers but getting on not, the same page. They don't have just young receivers around him. But the team is new to him and young, and they need to get on his page. But that's he's how Rogers works. The chemi- we're seeing. Did you watch that video? I, no, but he built the chemistry with those guys last year too on his team, and yeah, I know. Look how he did. I'm just throwing it out there as like a my true answer is Stafford. Yeah, my throw it out there is there's potential. All right, Nick also wants to know what quarterback you're avoiding in this year's draft. I'll say Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not uh, Rodgers for me too. Yeah. I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm devil's advocate here, like throwing yeah. him out on that previous question, Mister Fortune. But I'm avoiding him too. Like I don't want a piece of that. I don't. There's just. I don't want it. Quarterbacks. I'm also avoiding would be Jared Goff. <laughs> I was thinking Goff too. Yeah. Um, a lot of hype around the Lions. But they, they even if they have a good offense, they were the most balanced team as far as pass and rush last year. 52% pass, 48% run. So that's going to eat into his numbers some. And I just I can't get behind such a favored, hyped Lions team. I can't do it. A quarterback I want to talk about is Derek Carr. Okay. I'm not saying I'm avoiding him by any means, but he hasn't been brought up with any of this. He's an interesting bounce-back candidate, in my I opinion. I think, yes. I think there's potential there. I think he could have been a better answer than Rodgers for me. (laughs) (laughs) For my just throw one out there. Yeah. Um, They have him ranked at like 22nd right now. And I see him finishing higher than that. Yeah. 
No, I I like that. He finished seventeenth last year. I and now he's I don't know. I think that Saints offense Mm -hmm. will do well for him. Um for quarterbacks that I'm avoiding other ones, Sam Howell, I don't think he's the guy in Washington. And then Desmond Ritter, I mean, Arthur Smith just wants to run the ball every single play, so I don't think he has a lot of fantasy value either. Agreed. Anything else you would like to no, add? No, those are some fun questions. Yeah, thank you, Nick, and Auction Andrew. Uh, our Instagram is live, and yes. look for a post coming within a day or two here on how you can win a free pass to the Fantasy Football Expo in Canton, Ohio in August. Yeah, we will be there. The expo runs from the 11th through the 13th. The SGPN is hosting the kickoff party on Friday night. You will see us around on the field during the Saturday events. And Sunday, we will be at the SGPN booth, the fantasy football booth in... Might, on Sunday. Yeah. On Sunday, yeah. We'll be at the booth. We'll be walking around. We're going to be in the beer pong party or beer pong tournament yes, Saturday night. Yes, we have registered. Better start practicing. Uh, but come, if you would like to win a free pass, yeah. we'll be giving one away. Yes, absolutely. And we'll be posting on the details with that this week on Insta. It's absolutely. Coming. All right. How's your uh, whiskey over there? Because I don't have anything else to add. Do you? No. How's your whiskey? It's good and it's gone. Going once, going twice. Sold. Old-fashioned football.